0: Welcome to the Strong Moms Club. This is a place where every Monday we can get together and chat all things motherhood, fitness, nutrition, mindset, and really just balancing it all while trying to keep tiny humans alive and sort of kind of maintain a social life. So today on the Strong Moms Club podcast, we have another guest episode and I I'm so excited about this episode I have been excited about this episode since I confirmed it with Mora, who I'm interviewing today and we are going to chat all about finding your style in the journey of your changing body and your changing lifestyle as a mom if you follow me on instagram you know that this is something that has been big in my life lately so i know it's been big in lots of other people's lives as well and i'm just so excited to have someone here on the podcast to really talk about this in depth and to really give us some amazing tangible tips to improving our confidence in our style in our wardrobe as moms so again with this being a guest episode my audio is not ideal once we get into the actual conversation with Mora, I am NOT using my mic so the audio just doesn't sound as great as usual if you've listened to other guest episodes my first guest episode with Sarah was the same thing so just keep that in mind but otherwise amazing episode Mora has so much great knowledge about fashion to share with us and I think you're going to get so much out of this conversation. So let's dive in to today's chat with Mora. Hello, strong moms. Today is a very exciting guest episode. We've got Mora Moore on the podcast today. She is a mom of a two-year-old boy. She is based in Toronto and works as a wardrobe stylist with the Charlie Goss Style Inc., that is a styling firm based in Oakville, Ontario. And she loves all things fashion and getting to work with women every single day to help them achieve their wardrobe and their style goals. So today we're going to chat about finding your style as a mom, which is a topic that if you follow me on Instagram you know has been like big in my life lately as I really try and do that. So I can't wait to dive into this episode with Maura. So welcome to the podcast Maura. Is there anything you want to add on there?
1: Hi thanks for having me. No I mean I think you got it. At the end of the day I love the fact that I get to work with women and kind of help build their confidence back. A lot of our clients are moms and so I'm Pretty well versed in and being a mom myself, kind of, you know, getting into people's safe space in their wardrobe, in their closet, and helping them regain the confidence that they may have lost during pregnancy and new motherhood.
0: Yes, I love that. And I love how we both kind of do the same thing, just in two different, two like very different ways. Cause that's yeah, exactly absolutely. what I say. Like, I'm all about helping people rebuild their confidence. Cause there's so many changes that come after having a kid, like throughout pregnancy and after, that definitely takes a toll on your confidence. So. Love, love working towards building that. So I'd love to hear kind of what brought you into this business. I know you had your son just two years ago. So whether that had an impact on your personal style or kind of your journey and your style and how that led you to helping others in the same thing.
1: Yeah, sure. So I actually worked in more of a corporate environment straight out of school Um, As you do kind of at a university, I feel like graduating at the age of like 23, not a lot of people actually know what they want to do in life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always loved fashion and style, and it's always been a huge part of my personal identity. But while I was working those corporate jobs, I always kind of dabbled part time in fashion And it was more so just kind of to feed into that creativity rather than for a paycheck, right?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I worked at little clothing boutique downtown Toronto, and I worked with some smaller businesses kind of helping with events and managing their online stores and that kind of thing. Just to be kind of immersed in clothing and chatting to people about what they're wearing and helping them pick the perfect outfit for a certain event or whatever it may be. And then when I went on mat leave, it kind of gave me that time to reflect um, about what I wanted to do going forward and, you know, how I'm going to spend my time away from my new son. Uh, So I actually discovered Charlie Goss style when I was on mat leave and decided to send them an email telling them a bit about my story and see if they were hiring any new stylists at that time. And then I heard back from them a little while later saying that they were actually looking for someone new to add to the team and it ended up working out. And so as soon as I finished my mat leave, I started with the Charlie Goth style Inc. team and it has been an amazing journey. And I'm so happy that I get to call this my job now.
0: I love that. I love how you just kind of shot your shot. Like you just yeah. sent an email like, Hey, can, can you give me a job? So many people I think are scared to just
1: shoot their shot and like, just go for something. <laughs> I think it was, I heard Chris Jenner said this once that if you never ask, you'll never receive. So yeah, true. And so many people just don't ask. <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. I also
0: love how you really changed your career path. Like when you were in mat leave, because I think that's super common. Like I, I did it myself and I know so many people who They have their babies and then they're at home with their babies and you, well, you're in Canada too. So you get a decent mat leave. Like you had a 12 month mat leave, right?
1: I was off for like 16 months. Like I was about to do the 18 months. Like I'm staying home as long as possible to really like get that quality time in.
0: Yeah. And then just the thought of like having to go back to a full-time job, especially when you're working like a corporate, probably nine to five, Monday to Friday. It's so hard to be like, okay, I just had this year or year and a half with my baby. And now I just have to ship them off to daycare, like go to a job that I don't even love. And I think that's a big part of it too. Like, do you love your job? Because if you, if I loved my job, I would be okay with going to a nine to five that like really filled me up and it would be an okay trade-off, you know, but when you love your job and it's not your passion, it's like, okay, so I'm paying someone else to care for my kid. Will I go do this job for a paycheck that barely covers the childcare? And yeah, it's hard
1: to justify it. Right.
0: Hmm. So I love that you found something that you do love now. Speaking of that kind of like maternity leave time and like that postpartum period, I find—I mean, I know myself—I struggled with my style around this time. I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. Um, but I do find a lot of people like like we were saying in that time when kind of their confidence is dipped and they're not feeling so good in themselves or their body, they also have a hard time finding their style or feeling good in their clothes. Due to, I think, a combo of kind of their body constantly changing, which happens so early, like that kind of second trimester when none of your clothes fit anymore. And then it's just this progression of like your body changing for the next year, year and a half. But then also I found for me, it was a lot of my lifestyle changing, like what I was doing had changed. Like I wasn't going to the bars and like doing what I used to do. And I think for me, too, a big factor was that I worked these jobs where I had to wear uniforms, like I worked as a nurse. So Monday to Friday, I was wearing a uniform. And then I worked coaching fitness classes. So I always had a uniform on. And then I would come home and put my comfy clothes on. And then I would go out to the bar and like put my going out clothes on. And then I had a kid and my life completely changed. Like now I'm going to the library and going to like baby dance class and like these toddler gymnastics classes or whatever, right. So that kind of change in your body combined with the change in like what you're actually doing and the functionality of your lifestyle and your outfits, I think is a big change for people and like a big struggle in finding their personal style. So I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on how style changes and how needs when it comes to fashion changes in that pregnancy postpartum motherhood stage of life.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely hit the nail on the head with how moms feel going through pregnancy and all those massive changes in life. And it is a huge lifestyle change. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a major stepping stone in your life, like changing from, you know, living your day, not having to worry about anyone but yourself. And then all of a sudden being responsible for like a tiny human. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: of course with my clients, I always see kind of the same old story. It's like, you know, I had a certain job before I had a baby, And then I've been on mat leave. And obviously your body changes a lot when you're pregnant and postpartum. And so women struggle with the fact that, you know, they don't fit into the clothes that they used to wear and exactly the lifestyle change. Like, you know, I'm not wearing the like trousers and suits or heels or whatever the uniform may have been before having a baby. Now you're running around the park. You're going to the grocery store. You're kind of just like playing on the floor with your child. So That definitely is a big issue that our clients face and, and we help kind of guide them through shifting their wardrobe from that post baby lifestyle into this new stage of life and kind of showing them how it doesn't have to be overwhelming because we know that motherhood is already so overwhelming that we want to try and simplify the act of getting dressed in the morning and getting joy out of it and feeling good about yourself in the process.
0: Obviously not all your clients come are moms that come to you, but you do have quite a few clients that are moms you mentioned, right?
1: Yeah. Like uh, most of our clientele are moms. Mm -hmm. Um, We obviously have women that are not, there's people that are a little bit older, a little bit younger, but I'd say a large portion of our clients are moms. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely kind of the more popular scenario that we're seeing.
0: And those, so those are kind of the struggles that you see them come in with. Do you have like a specific pro- process that you work with them through or like, what does it look like to overcome these struggles with your clients and to really like find what their style is? Cause I mean, for me, it just looks like a lot of like going on Pinterest and then trying to recreate, yeah. um, yeah. to know, like what a, what a professional process
1: looks like. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, I mean, we have a number of different services. That we offer our clients at Charlie Goss Style, but for the most part, we're getting an idea of what the client's lifestyle does look like, what they're doing day to day and what they reach for in their closet. So a lot of that is, say, if we're speaking about moms, a lot of it is leggings, the running shoes, the oversized sweaters, that kind of thing. You just described my whole style. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like leggings or
0: yoga pants. uh,
1: Exactly. And obviously, we have to keep in mind that being a mom, you know, comfort, function, and of course, style is kind of at the forefront when we're getting dressed in the morning. Um, So we kind of break it down into getting your basics and core pieces decided on, shopped for. So, you know, getting a handful of core basics that. You're comfortable in you feel great in that you can kind of play around with the other pieces that you're layering on top of those items so for example getting a few great t-shirts you know a bodysuit of some sort a great button-up shirt and like a pair of jeans or something that you feel really good in and then you can kind of play around with the different toppers or jackets and accessories as seasons change Mm -hmm. so we really just try and you know, break it down, simplify it. And really, it's quality over quantity, like tons of clients, we go into their wardrobe, and they just have an insane amount of clothes. And they're really only wearing like 10 pieces out of like, maybe 100 that they've got sitting in the closet. So that's kind of half the battle, right? Why don't we get rid of the stuff that you're, you know, you're not going to wear ever again, and really clean it up and simplify it. And basically only have things in your closet that you reach for and and wear on a weekly basis
0: mm-hmm. yeah I love that and I think that's so common like I that's kind of I guess that like um like capsule wardrobe type idea exactly. like the minimalist that's definitely yeah. what I've been trying to do because yeah I was I was that person that had so many things that I never wore but I would keep them because I'm like well what if I want to wear it and then mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear it and then the next time I clean my closet out I'm like well but I might wear it next season I know yeah, yeah. yeah. so I definitely started being like okay I'm not wearing it. It's gone. And yeah, just having those kind of basics that you can like put together and kind of mix and match. Exactly. I love the quality over quantity too.
1: Yeah. You just, you don't want to have to worry about replacing your pieces every couple months. Mm -hmm. You know, I personally, you know, for certain things like a white tank top, maybe don't spend as much money on a white tank top because you'll get a stain on it or whatever the color might change on it. So you can replace those ones. But you know, like great darker pieces, a great blazer or jacket and a pair of denim can last you like 10 years.
0: Yeah, pants I think are definitely something I splurge on because yeah, they just like cheap pants. They're just not the same. They don't fit as well. They don't feel as nice or look as nice. So definitely pants I I splurge on. You
1: always think of kind of like cost per wear. Like if you're spending $300 on a pair of jeans, if you're wearing those jeans like four days a week, like, you know, money well spent. You got to girl math it exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, when you work with your clients, are they mainly in like on location in Toronto? Like, so,
1: what- um, some of our clients are GTA area, but we actually have clients all over North America and even outside of North America.
0: Okay. So then that brings me to my next question, because I was thinking if it's just Toronto, I probably don't know the stores around you, but if it's everywhere, do you have like specific stores that you like to recommend or like, where are your favorite places to shop or like telling your clients to shop? So maybe in two categories, like what are your favorite, like quality splurge shopping places versus like the more basics, like spots you can save?
1: Okay. So Aritzia is definitely one of our favorites. I know you're familiar <laughs> with that being out West. <laughs> oh yeah, the best. Um, they have great basics, but also, you know, they have an amazing denim selection. Their mm-hmm. outerwear is incredible. Those pieces can be a little bit more expensive, but we love shopping Aritzia for those long-term longevity type of pieces.
0: Yeah, they uh, last the and so good.
1: Like my yeah. all my
0: jeans that I've ever had from Aritzia have lasted me so long. And they've also somehow been like, it's like the, you know, that show, the like traveling pair of pants from years ago, yeah. they fit everyone. That was like the Aritzia jeans on me. Somehow they fit me through so many different like weights and body shapes. I'm like, I totally. don't know what these jeans are doing, but they're just like yeah. morphing to my body. So I they know. are both the splurge.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then I'd say for kind of the more fast fashion, fun pieces that you maybe don't want to spend quite as much money on. I mean, we love Zara. Mm-hmm. Zara is amazing. They come out with very you know, fashion forward pieces as trends come and go. We also love h H&M. and and is great for maternity wear mm-hmm. as well.
0: And we they have, have lots of baby stuff. So can, you can shop for you and your kid at the same time.
1: <laughs> exactly. My son lives in H&M. That's for sure. <laughs> Mango's great. Uh, they're more so online. They do have a few stores now. Um, I know in Ontario, they just opened two more stores but I think their online selection is a little little bit better than what you will find in store and that's kind of like a middle price range pretty affordable still they have a few expensive you know pieces for outerwear and and shoes but I'd say those three or four stores are probably our go-to. Banana Republic is also really nice if you want to spend a little bit more money on things if you're going back to work or Again, they have great denim and great t-shirts, basics, that kind of thing. I think too, with when you have kids, like, I guess when they're younger, it's like, you're getting spit up on. So you know,
0: whites are kind of out of the question for a while. And then yeah. now, like the toddler age, it's, there's like dirt all over me. Her hands so, are just yeah. covered. <laughs> yeah. If we go outside and it's like, she's covered in mud. And then she's like, pick me up. I'm like,
1: I'm wearing a <laughs> But I just bought a new t-shirt.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then like berries, berries are so messy. I know. So yeah. I think it's good to have those like those lower kind of like still good quality, but not as big of investments if you want to like buy a white sweater or buy a white t-shirt or like any light-colored things that you're like, okay, there's a solid chance my kid's gonna like smear blackberries on this and it's 100%. not gonna come out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to buy that from Aritzia. Yeah, exactly. I wanna take a quick pause in today's episode to share with you one of my current obsessions, the super greens from INE Plus Nutrition i have honestly never been a greens girly i tried so many and i truly hated them all so i just didn't think it was worth it until i tried these greens they're not only an amazing way to add some extra fiber and some extra nutrients into your day but they're honestly so delicious and i look forward to drinking it every single day the juicy peach is my number one flavor but honestly i've tried them all and they're all so good If you want to try them out, you can head over to inenutrition.com. I'm going to add a link in the show notes, and you can actually use the code RIA10, R-H-I-A 10 rhia A one zero at checkout for 10% off your order. Trust me, you're going to love them. Now let's get back into today's episode.
1: One thing we always tell our clients, what we've seen quite a bit in wardrobes is a lot of color and pattern. And when we're talking about capsule wardrobes or kind of cleaning up your closet a little bit, we tend to tell people to keep in mind your wardrobe should be 80% neutral and 20% color. Okay. Um, I think it's just a bit of a helpful thing to keep in mind so that you can mix and match your pieces as much as possible.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Whenever we're shopping with clients, we're grabbing things that in our head we're envisioning with like oh this sweater can go with like three of the pants that we already bought like we always want to keep in mind how we can wear certain things multiple ways
0: and I think having that smaller closet helps with that too right because if you have a thousand things in your closet it's hard to be at the store like okay what could this go with because I don't even know what's in my closet exactly no like I have these 20 items in my closet and it can go with these things I made that mistake. I thought like my wardrobe does not have a lot of color in it, or it did not have a lot of color in it. And I was one day I said, okay, I need to add color to my wardrobe. So I randomly bought all these colorful shirts. And for the yeah. life of me, I have nothing to wear them with. I cannot make an outfit out of them. So I have right. these red, green, pink shirts, just like hanging in my closet that yeah. I spend good money on that don't get worn because I wasn't thinking about that. Like I wasn't planning the outfit for them to go with. Right. So that is a very helpful tip that will
1: save people a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
0: so. Yeah. And when you see, you can always easy. add little,
1: little pops of color through accessories and like, you mm-hmm. know, that one or two fun sweaters that you mix into your wardrobe, but definitely if you want to simplify things and make it easy for you to get dressed in the morning, always purchase things that you know you can wear multiple ways.
0: And when you say neutrals, what, like, what are we talking here? Because i I also find I sometimes get stuck in like all black outfits because Mm -hmm. I just I'm like oh I'll buy black things Mm -hmm. so what is a good like mix of neutrals
1: yeah I'd say anything white cream black gray brown any of those kind of neutral tones and just to confuse you a little bit more, we actually consider metallics as a bit of a neutral now too. Okay. So I have a pair of metallic pants and you kind of treat them as a neutral. So you can pair color with them. You can pair any other neutral color with them, but it's that like fun kind of pop of like giving a little bit more of a statement. The
0: fun pants. I saw a thing on TikTok a while back and it was saying like millennials were always the jeans and a cute top people. And then now like what is it gen z now i think yeah are like fun pants and a plain top people yeah Yeah. so i keep trying to go buy fun pants i go to the store and i'm like today i'm buying fun pants and then i come home with like three cute tops yeah i'm so bad at finding fun pants so metallic pants this isn't this is interesting
1: metallic there's a lot of embellishments on denim specifically right now too so little rhinestones like adding a little bit of sparkle I'm definitely victim to a fun pant. I love, (laughs) I love a fun pair of pants because then it kind of, that is the statement and you don't really have to overthink the rest of your outfit, right? You pick out one piece that's gonna be kind of the like main attraction and then everything else is just kind of a basic and
0: kind of easy. It's a little simpler too. Then you just need a few pairs of fun pants My problem is just finding fun pants and then convincing myself to buy them instead of buying another pair of jeans.
1: I know. And I will say, don't spend a lot of money on those type of things. Like again, Zara is really good with those kind of trendy pieces that are under a hundred bucks and you can have fun with them for the season and then part ways with them.
0: Yeah. Cause I guess those are kind of the things that might not be like in again next year, right? Like those things that you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on to wear for a few months exactly yeah and then while we're on like TikTok trends I have another one that I saw recently that I have been it like has been stuck in my head and it's um what was it, the sandwich method do you know oh.
1: no okay. me. sandwich
0: method I've seen this on TikTok I think this is another like Gen Z made up thing yeah. um and it's basically they're saying whatever cult like have one color on top, the same color on the bottom, and then a different color in the middle. So I think that means like if you have white shoes on with jeans and then like a white top or a white bag or something. Uh So you're like the same color that's on the bottom is somewhere on the top. So you're sandwiching your outfit.
1: That's so funny because I actually on our members only Facebook group today, I was talking about basically the sandwich method, but I called it flanking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> so I said this girl was wearing a skirt and I'm like you want to like flank the skirt with like the same color on the top and the bottom so that it just kind of flows nicely and complements each other and then the only change like you know pop a color is the skirt but yes okay. I called method. it the sandwich method okay
0: so that is a thing I will keep that in my mind then because I have been trying to do that lately
1: <laughs> another thing I will say too is um sometimes people have trouble with like mixing too many colors or patterns in Mm -hmm. one outfit so we always say like don't wear more than three different colors and to be fair don't wear more than like two different colors to really simplify Mm -hmm. it you know what I mean because otherwise it starts to look like all over the place a little unjointed um yeah so I'd keep it like Three colors max, in and out. Two to three.
0: Okay, I like that. Not all one, because that's when you start looking like you're like the hostess at the restaurant in all black.
1: But you know what? We call that monochromatic. So that's that's fine too.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So, say you were talking to a mom who is struggling with their style. They're in that probably like one to two year postpartum phase and they're struggling with their style, what is one piece of advice that you would give them that they could take today and start feeling a little bit more confident in their wardrobe, in their style?
1: I would definitely say, keep your lifestyle in mind. Again, you don't wanna buy a bunch of things that you know look really nice on someone that's on your Pinterest or Instagram, but then when you bring it home, it makes no sense for your day-to-day life. So I think be realistic with the pieces that you're buying. And again, like I mentioned before, make sure you're purchasing things that you know you can wear multiple ways. Mm -hmm. So always keep that in mind when you're shopping. A lot of people like to shop for events specifically. And I think if you're somebody who's really trying to just clean up their closet and kind of you know own their personal style after having a baby is keep it fairly simple you don't have time in the morning to be like staring at a closet for half an hour Mm -hmm. Um, so keep it as simple as possible obviously have fun with it fashion is supposed to be fun a lot of the time I'll set an outfit aside the night before to save yourself that extra little bit of time in the morning too um so yeah I think always have fun with your fashion but you know try not to complicate it too much find people that you really like the way that they dress on Instagram and Pinterest and these type of places to pull inspiration Mm -hmm. and kind of build your wardrobe slowly you don't have to buy everything all at once take your time and see what makes sense for you
0: I think you get, you end up with better quality items when you do that too. And rather than just being like, okay, I need to buy everything right now. And then kind of buying things because you feel like you need to, yeah, versus waiting until the right thing kind of comes to you. Yeah. And I love that. Like you don't have time to be spending all this time making decisions that like decision fatigue, right. Where you wow. already have so many things on your mind, so many things to think about. And that's where having that more minimalist closet comes in handy. Cause you only have so many things to choose
1: between. Yeah,
0: totally. And start um, planning the day before too. That's what I have been doing is I like, look, up, I have a Pinterest board that is only clothes that I own. Like it's made out of all the outfits on there. I have the pieces of. So then when I look at it, I can say, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to wear this tomorrow. Totally. And I did, I fa- I used to, I found that I used to before having kids, like when I used to go out and have fun, <laughs> I used to very much try and dress like my friends rather than like finding Other people whose style more felt like mine, I would feel like, okay, I need to dress like the people that I'm with instead of just being like, okay, let me find someone with a style that I actually like. And that feels more me and then try and use that as my inspo, not use like these people that are dressing like ways that look amazing on them, but very much don't feel like me.
1: Exactly. You want to feel confident in whatever you're wearing. And sometimes what you see, like you said, on a Pinterest image isn't going to work for either your body type, your coloring, whatever it may be. So you definitely need to kind of play around with it a little bit, like try a few different things until you find, you know, what works for you and is a good reflection of your personal style.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. Just, yeah. Like making it, making it feel good for you and not trying to replicate something. Cause when you're trying to replicate something, it usually doesn't feel good. Like it doesn't feel
1: like like you, it's not authentic. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. So I'd love if you could share kind of where more people can find more about you, um, your, I know you have your personal Instagram, but then you also have the business Instagram with, um, the Charlie Goss, style inc there so if you want to share where people can find that whether you have any like specific offers you want to talk about um probably the majority of my listeners are local to me ish but we do have some other places so whether you want to talk about the kind of online things you offer or
1: so um i'll start with just kind of touching on some of the services that we offer at charlie Goss style inc We offer four different services at the moment. So obviously for the people that live in the GTA, we have our Stylist by the Hour, which is a booking service that we can kind of customize to your needs. So we give you two hours of our time, And that can either be spent, you know, meeting you at the mall and doing an in-person shop with you, which is always so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can also come to your house and work with your current wardrobe. So we have clients that just want us to come in and create outfits with things that they already own or help them kind of go through and purge certain items that they may not need anymore and make a list for shopping for new items, that kind of thing. Then we also offer virtual shopping, which would be great for anyone outside of the GTA. This, again, can be something very specific, like for a special event, um, a weekend away, or just a general refresh if someone's looking for some new outerwear or like a fall refresh and they're just looking for a few pieces or kind of outfit inspiration. The virtual shop is really great for that. And then we do in-person and virtual overhauls, which is our most extensive service. Um, With this, we go through a three-step process. So we go to your home, or again, this can all be done virtually too, but we edit your closet. So go through all your existing pieces, help you figure out what you need to keep, donate, and get rid of, and create a new shopping list to kind of round out your wardrobe. And then we'll build outfits for you at the end. And then then finally, like the whole your closet That
0: is really great. Like, okay, what, what's good? What's not good? What can I do with this?
1: Yeah, we have a lot of fun with those ones. And I think at the end of those, it's almost like you've made a new best friend. And we're also a bit of like a therapy session too. (laughs) We end up spending so much time together and kind of help you work through things that, you know, you need a little bit of a confidence boost in and pushing you to try things that you might not try on your own right Mm. and then finally we do a pack list (laughs) so we offer a pack list service for people that are going on vacation so with this we do a one-on-one zoom call with you to go through the details of your trip and then we'll put together a personalized pack list for you that we use pieces that you already own as well as shoppable pieces and create full looks for your entire trip
0: Oh, that's amazing. Rather than like just packing everything you own and hoping for the best. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it uh, kind of helps you eliminate the chaos when you're packing for a trip, which is really great.
0: And probably eliminate the like pre-trip shopping that a lot of people do where they're like, I need all new outfits because mm-hmm. then you can actually look at what you have and like, okay, but yep. what do I have that could work? Exactly.
1: And a lot of the time people, People have a lot of great stuff that they just don't know how to style. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and a lot of our clients, that is the biggest issue is like, they're great at going out and buying the things, but then they struggle with putting an outfit together when they bring it home.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, now I wish I like lived in Toronto so I could. <laughs> <that>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, you, cool. you can check out any like more detail on any of our services on charliegoss.com. Um, and then if you want to follow our business account on Instagram, it's Charlie Goss Style Inc. And my personal account is mora.s.more uh on Instagram. So yeah.
0: Perfect. And on your so your personal Instagram, you still share a lot of style stuff there, right? Like it's very yeah. much, mostly stuff. Yeah,
1: I post a lot of my my outfits and a little little sneak peeks at my personal life as well, but it is pretty style forward.
0: Mm -hmm. And then the Charlie Goss style Inc. There, your Instagram there with the business. There's how many of you on that team that post on there?
1: Yeah, there's about six of us total. Um, There are four stylists, three that are working in person with clients. And then we have Erin who works in the office on more of the virtual stuff.
0: And I like that on there too, you can see like kind of a variety of styles, right? Like I've seen when I look at, you guys sometimes have your stories where you'll all post your outfits for the day. And I like how it's, everyone's got like different styles, right? So you can get more inspo on like, what's more you. And I think there's sometimes a man in there isn't there. There's a like yes. a man style.
1: Miriam. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I like that. I need to need to get some of those outfits for my husband.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, like I mean, stuff. we have a whole cool dad segment. So. Oh, really? Be. I
0: need to check that out.
1: Yeah. We work with men too.
0: Oh, amazing. So if dads need to improve their style, then you got them too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Well, that was amazing. That was so much great info. Um, I'm definitely gonna take some of that for myself and uh work <laughs> on my style a little more. And I think there was a lot of just like really tangible advice there on like what people can start doing to really improve their style and like those kind of basics to, f- to find for their closet and organizing things. So I think that was such a valuable chat and thank you so much for, for being on the podcast and sharing
1: all that. Is there anything you want to add or? No, I mean, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. It's always fun kind of, you know, chatting with new people that maybe we wouldn't have had this conversation. So it's really nice to kind of take the time and chat with you and, you know, hopefully shared some helpful hints.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you very much did. I know a lot of people who listen to my podcast and follow me on Instagram are in the same journey as me right now of like really trying to figure our style out. um And I've been actually posting like on my Instagram stories, I'll post my like outfit of the days. They're nothing fancy. They're usually like some combination of a sweater and a yoga pant. <laughs> yeah, um But it, yeah, it's been fun. And I think this will be great for other people to listen to and get some good ideas. Amazing. Thanks so much. You're so. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the strong moms club podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to hear any of your insights over on Instagram. If you want to send me a DM there at well within coaching. And if you loved this episode, I would really appreciate it. If you could share it with your friends and family and on your Instagram, being a new podcast, I really need that word of mouth sharing to grow this community. As a fun little bonus for anyone who shares my podcast on their Instagram, I will be doing a draw at the end of each month for a $25 Amazon gift card. So if you are an online shopping addict like me, you're going to want to share this podcast for a little bit of spending cash. Thank you so much again for being here, for being part of the Strong Moms Club community, and I will see you next Monday with another episode. Bye.